Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about the most unique team processes. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, what are the most unique software development team processes you have experienced? What did you like and what didn't you like about them? Oh lord. This is... Uh... So... I'm gonna be completely honest with you and say that I've seen some some stuff. I've seen some stuff, and I really don't have like I have things that are good about these processes, and I will try my best to stay objective here and like make it sound like I, I give I do the positives justice, but I have such a mountain of repressed rage that I need at some point to deal with ideally without there being any type of sharp objects or firearms nearby that it's gonna be hard for me but so just bear with me right because I have some baggage on this topic but let's try it right so one of the weirdest processes that I've ever experienced it was the process of what's called OKR setting, which stands for Object Key Result, which is not, of course, uh, I'm assuming here it's a Google thing, but I'm just saying, of course, it's a Google thing because we heard about it from Google to start off with in my team. And the basic idea is very simple. You plan a quarter of work or some arbitrary amount of time, and then you set objectives and then you set key results of like how you're going to measure your success towards those objectives and then you do a to-do list of actual tasks that you are going to do in order to meet all of these goals right sounds easy enough right now when my company tried to do this they felt that this was so hard to do that we took five days full five days to set three months of work full five days and my first week this was torture it was absolute torture I, the, I, I identified for myself that we shouldn't need more than a few hours to do this at most and the problem is going to be that everybody's going to sit here and try to define what everything means and try to be basically approaching this as a f damn lawyer or attorney or something like that where every single word needs to be measured and weighed and evaluated because if it's not the exact thing that we're talking uh, we, we we want we might be liable in some future state and that's exactly what happened so we took the full five days and I kind of faded it. I'm going to be honest, I blacked out a few times. Like the hours just kind of flew by at one point when my mind just shut, shut down. I vaguely remember like a lot of my coworkers just talking back and forth about defining how do we make this measurable? How do we create a situation where it's not a fail pass type of key result? How can we do all of these things? And I just said, well, it's very simple. You just decide that you're going to do five things, which means that if you do three, you can measure it without having everything be successful. That's all you have to do. 
But that wasn't good enough. It was too simple. It didn't express the emotional state and the ambitions of my team. So I sat there for a few more days. And then after one of these periods, we did it again. And this time it wasn't five days. It was three days. Same thing. I, like, I, I was accused of falling asleep during one of these sessions. I, of course, denied it. But uh, apparently I did it in the middle of the meeting room. And there were seven other people there. I, I reject their reality and substitute my own. But uh, that's apparently what happened. But three days. And that continued until now within my... Like, they, st like, uh, they still take quite a few hours. And now we have managed to get it down to Lord and Behold. Because it was said that this was impossible in the beginning of things. Like for, for s almost a year this was impossible. And I was a bitchy little whiny guy who didn't understand the, uh, how this the team needed to work in order to actually get all of this just you know, dot all the i's and cross all the t's and now they do and now we do it in exactly 3 hours it was so horrible still i it's i I just don't have the words. I still, I, I still think about it, and I still get angry every single time, because I can't. I, I just, I just fade out. Like uh, at the end of, like I think the before I moved to the current team that I had, I actually just walked out. When the when the thing were on paper, I said, "All right, I'm gonna go now and go and take a lunch." So can you then? So like whoever wants to sit here and try to tweak the words until they mean exactly the thing that we that you think that it, they're they're going to mean even though we all agree on what needs to be done and we all know that the second we get to the f last uh, portion of the quarter we're going to try to tweak and redefine things again just to make the numbers what we want them to be because that's what you always do when you plan stuff where you need to be accountable you either fail brutally or scope changes and you need to tweak things to reflect the new reality and that's what we did and we did that every single time and we're going to continue doing that until the cows come home. <sighs> yeah, the good part was, which was really nice, was that we all aligned. We all could align on a joint vision. There was a team sensation, like a team spirit built, was built up. And people felt a sensation of purpose and vision, which is the most important thing there is. This is what I, that's just the thing that you should really focus on. Like, that's the thing that works with this, which is that, if everybody, if you can't align people on a shared vision of what you're going to do, and you, you create a, if there's not a sense of sensation of purpose, people get demotivated a lot of the time, and the code actually suffers, like the overall product suffers, because you're not actually planning out where you want to go in the next step. You you, you're just constantly in a state where it's just another story. There's no connection, there's no red thread about anything uh, in, uh, into the whole thing. So you're actually just ad hocing things together, which is bad. You need purpose and vision. Uh, and I like to say you need a long-term perspective and a short-term perspective. You need to know where you're heading. It's kind of like sailing. That's what I look at it like. Yeah, you know where the island is, where you want to go. You can't just go in a straight line to get there, but you need rough, you need to adjust for wind and stuff like that, but you're still heading in the right direction. So it, that's the useful part. Other thing that I saw that was completely, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I was, it's, the, we tried it for two weeks and it failed brutally which was pair program or mob coding as a rule 
and it means exactly what you think it means. It means that three guys, in this case, sat together every hour of single every single day on every story regardless of the size of that story so it was if you we were changing a goddamn line of css we were three people doing it at the same time this tore on our developers like it, it, it was mentally hard to do this it was emotionally hard to do it it wasn't because we didn't like each other we we, we had an in like honestly i would say that our team spirit was a lot higher before we tried this. And I actually have coworkers who have the same thing with uh, in other companies where management decided that this is how we're going to do it because mob coding makes better code write. Well, no, there's actually nothing nothing that proves that that is the case. There's a lot of theories around it, but there's nothing definitively proven. So what actually happened instead was that we were in each other's way. It's similar to, do you know how two people who can be best friends sit in a really, really tiny room? or spend too much time together, they start getting on each other's nerves. That's exactly what happened. And the code didn't actually get any better. The thing that we decided to do afterwards, was to, after this experiment, was to say that, alright, we should do this for things that feel meaningful to everybody on who is part of the team. In other words, if it's a learning opportunity here that we know that someone is a little bit unsure about it, then we do it together. If it's something that's really, really hard and we need to synchronize our vision of what's going to happen next, then we do it. We don't sit there just because every single day because we're going to kill each other. Most likely me, I'm going to I'm going to murder the guy who suggested it first. Uh, that's most likely what gonna ha what's going to happen. I, I might also eat him out of spite. So, what I want you to take away from this is that this is by no means a complete list because I have others. I would have to make an entire series of these different processes. What you should know about IT is that there, the good part about IT is that we're very experimental. There's a lot of innovation going on and people are trying things out, which is a good thing in general. But Sometimes we just have to admit that there are things that will work and things that may not work so well. And you need to figure out what's going to work for your situation. You can't just copy paste an idea somebody else has in a completely different context and think that it's going to fly. And sometimes you really have to set the people down who have all of these bright ideas and just talk to them and say, Hey, I understand that you want to try all this stuff out, but sometimes it's just not pragmatic to indulge the utopian vision or like every single thing that somebody has said on a tech talk because the thing is you can't you, you cannot adjust reality to suit the ideal that's not going to work the ideal must suit reality have a great day